What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hi, we'll start the show here in just a second. But first, here's a word from Stephanie Miller. Well, you've tried it all and it's not getting better, right? You don't sleep well, which makes you irritable, on edge all day. And then there are the other days when you're just down, nothing feels right. It's not your fault. There's a lot of that going around. If you're into natural alternatives, you're going to love this. CB Distillery, America's trusted source for CBD products, created a breakthrough compound. It is called CBN. And when combined with CBD, it interacts with our regulatory system responsible for sleep, emotional response, discomfort, perception, inflammation, even memory. Bottom line, this is the natural path to better sleep, a calm mind and body, managing discomfort after physical activity. And with over 2 million customers, a money-back guarantee and no prescription required, CB Distillery. It's the source we trust. Visit cbdistillery.com, enter the code STEPHANIE for a huge introductory discount. Again, that code is STEPHANIE at cbdistillery.com. We use it all here at the Stephanie Miller Show, the gummies, the soft gels, the tincture, and I use that salve on my sore muscles. We love it. You will, too. cbdistillery.com. Don't forget, type in Stephanie. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. And now let the cartoons begin. Recorded live in the USA, covering the whole wide world. Right on! This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi. I'm Clint Webb, and I'm running for Senate. I have a short, cropped haircut, a pretty enough yet accessible-looking wife, and a newborn baby that I've dressed in a suit to prove to you that I mean business. For the last 15 years, I've lived my life in such a bland, uncontroversial, and repressed manner that it's almost unnatural. Why? Because I've been preparing to be a representative since I was a child. I possess a sort of sociopathic narcissism that makes me think that I should be in charge of everyone. Together, we can piggyback some of our state's legitimate needs onto my unquenchable lust for self-glorification. I'm self-involved to the point of psychosis. My soul is terrifying. So this November, let's send Washington a message. And what is that message? Hey. Me. Bob Seska. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hello. The Bob Seska Show. <laughs> My soul is terrifying. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, April 27, 2021, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello. Hello, Bob. Hi. Day 98 of the Biden-Harris administration, 559 days until the 22 midterms. Find me on Instagram at TheBobSeska and on Twitter at BobSeska underscore go. Uh, let's bring him in. It's Buzz. When you say Buzz, I told you. You said it all. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I, I told you honest advertising doesn't work. <laughs> when will they learn? Hi. Yes. Hi, Hi, Bob. Hi, Hi everybody. Hi. 
Uh, he's Bob. I'm Buzz. And we've written our lawyer's phone number on our hands. <laughs> and, and don't worry if you don't catch, you can't catch the whole show today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get everything you need in a 20-second snippet. There you go. All right. <laughs> That one hurt a little, I know. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the latest Republican lie, uh, and I know you've heard this uh, a lot uh, over the last couple of days. Mm. Uh, the latest Republican lie about President Biden's climate plan is that Biden wants to stop you from eating red meat. Yeah. Actually, he just wants Republicans to stop throwing it to their base. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Oh, are we? Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, Forty. I look forward to it. Forty percent of Americans, meanwhile, in the news, forty percent of Americans say they won't or might not get vaccinated for COVID. Uh-huh. Put it another way: when it comes to ending the pandemic, we're doing a half-vaxed job. <laughs> uh, the, a lot of people are upset. Uh, they want to know uh, why Elon Musk is going to be hosting an upcoming episode of Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing it for the money. That's right. He's struggling these days. Poor, just, poor Elon Musk. Just my theory. <laughs> uh, and now, uh, I saw this yesterday, a portrait of Donald Trump mm-hmm. now hangs in our National Portrait Gallery. Barf. That's not where we want him hung. Bob <laughs> Show. Here we go. Classic. From Rocky Mountain Mike. It's the one-year anniversary of this crapola. At least it was on Friday. All right, Rocky Mountain Mike. Yeah, one-year anniversary of the disinfectant, sunlight, putting it under the skin nonsense. That was, uh, what was that, Friday, Buzz? The, the anniversary was Friday. The- yes, it was, yeah. My, my, my anus has never been whiter. <laughs> See, you're not supposed to put it there. They said under, okay. No, well, that's, what, well, that's what Rocky Mountain, yeah, you can drink it or you can uh, put it up there. Put it up Rocky there. Mountain okay, Mike, gotcha, you know. gotcha. Well, please don't do that. Although, don't, don't do those things. If you think no one pays attention to the bleach thing anymore, think again. We have we have a very special story for you on today's post mortem show on our Patreon wow. page. We're going to be talking about just that. Someone's still wow. trying to use that Donald Trump thing to uh, profit, and we're going to be talking about that person. Not for long. I, I want to say not for long on that uh, on that particular story. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was recalling back to uh, a year ago, and the thing that uh, Kimberly and I were talking about on. Friday's after party was it seemed like that bleach disinfectant thing with Trump happened like midsummer. That's how long March and April lasted last I year. Know. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. They were more simpleton times. Yeah, that's right. But I mean, I, the daily press conferences, I think that's what did it. He was doing those things, the COVID shows, like once a day. 
and it was driving me right. bonkers because I committed to covering them. And so it just seemed to drag out longer and longer and longer. But thank God that is all fucking over and we don't have to deal with it anymore. Well, the audience was huge and he was milking the audience and he was looking for ways to goose the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'd be sort of like Saturday Night Live getting Elon Musk to host. Uh, the idea is to piss people off and get people's yeah. attention. Mm-hmm. It's all about, it's always been about getting attention for yeah, him. And that's right. Uh, this was his, his way of doing that. Uh, he, it was his way of kicking up the show a little bit. Well, let's throw that bleach thing in there and see. And, uh, you know, uh, thankfully, Dr. Deborah Burks rushed up to the podium and stopped him. <laughs> yeah, no shit. No shit. But, you know, the Saturday Night Live thing, I, I want to talk about that for just a brief second because I'm not sure I understand the uh, wisdom of what's going on in Lauren Michaels' head these days because, you know, we watch Saturday Night Live every week or every right. time it's on. We Same enjoy here. it by and large. I mean, there's uh, always some clunkers in the mix as far as the sketches go. Right, but I'm pretty fond of the show still. And currently. Yeah, certainly, and there are some great cast members and so on. Just a couple Indeed. things I don't understand. I don't understand the the booking of Elon Musk. Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. I think it's yeah. just a a, ra- a ratings ploy, <laughs> uh, just as it was when they had Donald Trump on yeah. and other controversial guests that upset people. Yeah, uh, and the Trump show, by the way, if you go back and look at it, it was not funny at all. I no, mean, it was just. <laughs> It just was completely <laughs> flat, so yeah. there was no comedy benefit to having him there. Nope. Uh, but there was a. It was the the biggest rating Saturday Night Live ever got was when mm. Donald Trump hosted. Yeah. And uh, that's 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 what Lauren Michaels is thinking. Well, let's let's. Who else do people hate that I can have host? Well, I'm always fascinated by the behind the scenes stuff, and I'd love to know why, for example, they don't really do reoccurring characters anymore. So, for example, you, there was a time when you would have a Wayne's World every week or another unfortunate frozen caveman lawyer or even the cheerleaders with Will Ferrell and Sherry O'Terry, but now you don't really see the reoccurring characters. And then there was a period of time that that wasn't necessarily a good thing. Yeah. Where they thought they thought they had something, so they Uh kept bringing it back. But it, it, it kept getting worse and worse and proved to be not as good as people thought it was the first time they saw it. Yeah. There have been some bits done by women on Saturday Night Live, uh, various characters that they've done, and they've been stupendous. I yeah. mean, they've been, they've been great. And some of those characters have recurred in the current iteration of Saturday Night Live. So the recurring characters still occur or have occurred recently in the Weekend u- Update segment. Yes, yes. That's where and, all the characters are. Yeah, that's where it's and happening. I've, I've watched some of those deteriorate, some of the characters. Some of the characters are still strong, uh, uh, and and I'm glad to see them come back. Uh, but but uh, some of the characters have come back and have been weaker each time. That's true. And I, I just I wish somebody had their finger on that, and that, of course, should be Lauren Michaels, who maybe has been doing this for too long. I don't know. But there's no doubt about the fact that Elon Musk will be there as a ratings ploy. Yeah, you know, I remember Steve Forbes once hosted Saturday Night Live. The Republican oh, that was, president. That was, was, that was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's you always know. a laugh a minute, Steve Forbes, man. Don't get him started because you're going to spew your coffee out of your nose. I'm, I'm surprised you even remember that because I think most people have forgotten. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, oh, speaking of behind the scenes thing, I, I made a behind the scenes video for my Patreon subscribers. Oh, yeah, over the past couple of days. I promised it because we uh, we were lagging on new subscriptions. So I said, well, with every 20 new subscribers, I'll do an exclusive video for all of our Patreon people. And right. so uh, we had 20 new subscribers. In fact, we've uh, accumulated 40 new subscribers this month. So I'll be doing Well, that's a- because of the promise of partial nudity. <laughs> 
That's right, nipples. That's, that's what brings people to what. the uh, Patreon page. Um, <laughs> well, there has been a pandemic. People are craving them. Oh, my God. The process of making a video, even as simple as, and stupid as my video was, I basically just did a behind-the-scenes tour of my podcast setup where I kind of walked everyone through what's on my different screens and so on, and then I did a demonstration of the uh, all the sounds for the open of the show, and uh, actually making the video is a lot more complicated than uh, doing a, an audio-only show. And indeed and and then you have the editing and of course we do audio editing as well but but yeah. it's it's much trickier with video and I worry even when I'm not putting together a video if I'm just doing one of me talking right uh you know I, the the worry and and effort I put into lighting uh, clothing uh <laughs> my own appearance to yeah. try to make myself and and these days it's just it I I was young and handsome once, uh, and uh, well, that ship has sailed. Uh, so it's really better if I'm not on video <laughs> at this point. At least I would feel better about it. Well, the next video, I'm going to leave the pants off. There's just no pants. Ew, David. Okay, so let's see. Um, oh, yeah, uh, speaking of uh, uh, me personally... <laughs> Because I hate talking about me. Enough uh, about you. Let's hear about you. That's exactly right. I got my first Pfizer vaccine on Thursday, which is... All uh, right. Thank God. Yes. We're all relieved. Yeah. No <laughs> problems, no issues, although of I, course. I did scream like a little girl as soon as they stuck it in. That was me. <laughs> I, I, was, I didn't even feel the needle going in. It was not a problem. It was a little bit of soreness, which is everyone's reporting that. It wasn't That's debilitating. Shot, I, could yeah. Still, yeah. Yeah, I could still use my arms just as uh, I w- normally would. And uh, no side effects, no weirdness, no fever or anything like that. And normally, I don't think that's what people are reporting anyway. It's the second shot that people are reporting. Uh, yeah, not even. I, uh, you know, I, I'm really pleased to see on uh, Twitter and elsewhere people saying, Look, I, I I got both shots. I was fine both times. Yeah. There's nothing to be afraid of because there's about 10% of Americans who've gotten their first shot but are not necessarily planning to get their second. Yeah. And uh, this is a very scary thing. Uh, I mean, uh, and, and it's just dumb. I mean, it really is to, to be afraid of that more than you're afraid of covid and and about the state of the world's health. Yeah. Uh, you know, the numbers, a number of people who have effects from that second shot is minuscule. The vast, vast, vast majority of us who get both Pfizer shots uh, don't experience any side effects either time. Yeah. And this... This this talk of side effects has frightened people, and mm. a lot of people are including sore arm as a side effect. It really isn't no. any more than it is when you get a flu shot or right. any other intramuscular shot. Look at me. I know words because I've been to the doctor. <laughs> uh, but, but intramuscular shots are going to be a little sore the next day because they stuck a needle in your muscle, not because of what, right. was, what came through the needle. Mm. Uh, if, if there's any way we can talk someone out of being afraid of the vaccine and especially being afraid of that second shot, don't be. Because like Bob and like myself and like millions of other people, there are no side effects. That's right. And, you know, skipping the second shot is a lot like smoking pot but not inhaling. Uh, or coitus interruptus. Think about it that way. That's a good way to sell it. Yeah, why on earth would you go through all the trouble of getting the first <laughs> shot and not finish the job? Are we that timid about, you know, something that everyone is literally going through 
through at the same time. I think that's one of the reasons why some people are sharing their experiences and some of their yes, the side exactly. effects of the things they're uh, going through with their uh, vaccinations, because there is this community aspect to it where we feel like we're all in the same boat together by and large Mm -hmm. and so in that regard we're all just sharing our experiences and that makes us feel a little better about what we're all going through which we wouldn't have to go through all of this shit if donald trump had just done the responsible thing a year ago right but yet here we are anyway because he of course did not do the responsible thing and we have to deal with all of these uh you know complications when it comes to you know just living a year in isolation and then the vaccination and scheduling the vaccinations and then going back for the second one if you need to and, and the worst crime the worst crime was politicizing uh, <clears throat> a health issue yeah well that was the centerpiece of all of it the centerpiece right. of Donald Trump's position on covid and the pandemic was entirely driven by his uh, reelection chances he didn't want to go through another thing that John McCain went through, which is a, a financial economic collapse in the middle of his uh, presidential campaign, uh, which obviously decimated no, the John tip- McCain campaign. Typical of Republican presidents. He wanted to save that for the next guy. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, you know, that was what was driving the entire thing. And yet here we are. Here we are still. Uh, coping with all of the downsides and the uh, the the fallout because of what uh, Trump didn't do, what he refused to do because of politics. I'm a little nervous here in Florida, to be honest, because I just saw in the Tampa Bay Times yesterday or this week. I don't. It only comes out twice a week now. I, I also see them online every day. Yeah, but uh, it's it's. Like so many other papers around the country, it is not uh, the newsprint has narrowed. The paper is narrower mm. than it was before, and it only comes out twice a week now, as opposed to seven days a week. This is a Pulitzer Prize-winning newspaper. Yeah, uh, that's been reduced to the Wichita Eagle at this point. <laughs> um, but they did have a chart this week of uh, the uh, various counties in Florida and the percentage of vaccinations, and we're looking at like thirty-four percent. Mm. Here in Florida, that's yeah. that's not that's not encouraging. We're not going to beat the pandemic this way. Yeah. Uh, not not without people avoiding vaccinations and doing so proudly, so proud of their ignorance. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the most frustrating aspects of it. It's not just laziness. It's not just ignorance. It's proudly defiant laziness and ignorance. And we're going right, to talk exactly. we're going to talk about Tucker Carlson here in a second and, and oh, masks yeah. and everything Speaking like that. Proudly too. proudly defiantly ignorant. Yeah, we yeah, will talk yeah. about Tucker. But before we do, I should note uh, regarding the different kinds of vaccines uh, the universe just didn't want me to have the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. <laughs> I am now entirely convinced that the universe said, "Okay, look, we're we're not we're going to make sure that this Bob guy doesn't get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine because right as I was eligible to get the vaccine, uh-huh. they yanked the Johnson and Johnson vaccine." And so, and then just as I got my first Pfizer injection last week, right after uh-huh. it, I mean, with a, a matter of hours after I got back from the uh, giant pharmacy. I saw in the news that Johnson & Johnson is now uh, back to uh, being reintroduced. A, a federal right. vaccine advisory panel recommended that the U.S. can resume its use of Johnson & Johnson. It says the benefits outweigh the risks uh, of rare blood clot disorders, and that, which... That's true. Yeah, which can cause... You know, there are so many different things that cause side effects that we deal with on an everyday basis. The food that we're eating, to the cars that we're driving, to the you know prescription uh, pain medication 
to the over-the-counter pain medication, all kinds of things, birth control. I mean, you name it. It all causes some form of side effects, and we just can't be distracted from the, the mission here because a couple of people out of, what, 7 million Ended up yeah. with a this, blood clot. This, this was this was a terrible thing that happened, and in, in in public opinion surveys now, nobody wants the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. We've got yeah. millions of doses, and nobody wants the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. I, I I can't say that I blame them from the standpoint that no, I I think it's probably perfectly safe for yeah. the vast majority of people. Um, but you know what? Maybe you're better off. Maybe there's a reason the universe wanted you to get the Pfizer instead. We have enough of both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, and they're both wonderful. And except for the second Moderna, virtually no no side effects yeah. from any of these injections. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and even Moderna, many people escape without uh, side effects in, in the second injection. And uh, the side effect, don't be... Don't be a baby. Don't be a wimp. The side effects are nothing yeah. compared compared to COVID. And now COVID is uh, putting young people in the hospital. That's right. That's right. And so is your uh, point of view that we should probably refrain from describing side effects on the internet because i because well yeah you know we see the damage that was done just by the reporting and the method of reporting right uh the the uh concerns about the johnson and johnson vaccine it speaks well of our healthcare system that mm-hmm. it was pulled yeah uh and and it speaks well of our healthcare system that it was put back but uh, this created a perception among the public that it's not safe that the j and j is not safe especially among women, but now there's a man who's gotten a blood clot within two weeks of an ejection. Again, we don't know cause and effect, but it, it it's concerning uh, for that very small percentage of people. It, it got blown out of proportion, I think, and a lot of people would agree with the, the, my assessment that the, the problem, the possible problem with the J&J vaccine got blown out of proportion, and the result is it's frightened a lot of people from not only not getting the J&J vaccine, but maybe not getting the others either. There's still a, a concern out there. There's a, a private school in Florida, I believe in Miami, where uh, you're not allowed to teach there. You can't, you'll be fired or not hired at this school as a teacher if you've been vaccinated because there's some belief by the administrators that a vaccinated person could be harmful to children. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, and there was a gym in New Jersey, by the way, that was offering free memberships to unvaccinated yes. people. It's just brutally insane is what it is. And you know what it is? In this country, at least, and I don't know if it's this way abroad, but I think specific to Americans, mm-hmm. we often tend to sacrifice personal health when it comes to a decision between a couple of different things. Like, for example, there are a lot of people are foregoing the second vaccination because they don't want to have to miss a, a day of work because of potential side effects effects from the second vaccine they don't want to have to deal with it like, so they likely just, won't happen yeah exactly but the chances of getting covid that is a chance they're willing to take which is just right. remarkably dumb to me and nearsighted again we've been saying this for more than a year now it's not just about you it's the people you interact with i mean how can you possibly sleep at night you know you look at people like ted nugent for example who's a kind of a celebrity test case of what exactly what we're talking about how He's a can person you- <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not actually now that you mention it, I'm not sure we may need to get a DNA test with him. Uh, but, uh, you know, with Ted Nugent, 
He uh, was denying up and down the ex- first of all the exist the very existence of the virus itself, and then the uh, the scam he was calling the vaccines a scam and so on. And then he ends up getting COVID, and he ends up getting it badly. And and then shortly after that, we ended up seeing photographs of him unmasked with his wife and Christy Nome at an event Good. and just spreading COVID all around. How can you sleep at night knowing that you infected someone? And then worse than that, how could you possibly sleep at night knowing you infected someone and they died because of your lack of responsibility? Well, the Democrats own the vaccines. Uh, Trump may have uh, launched Operation Warp Speed, but it's Democrats who are getting vaccinated while Republicans are not. Right. And and I've heard it speculated, uh, and it's obviously an exaggeration, but there may be some truth to the fact that those Republicans who refuse to get vaccinated uh, may be losing their lives or the lives of their loved ones uh, while Democrats walk around protected thanks to the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, they, they're exterminating their own kind. They're all they're A lot of them are walking off the cliff together. Uh, and, and uh, you know, it, it astounds me. I wonder if it will come to pass that uh, Democrats survive this, for the most part, again, generalization. But if Democrats survive this and Republicans don't. Well, I mean, I, I wish I was more confident in uh, the Democrats' chances <laughs> in the future because I, I feel like people end up defaulting back to the Republicans for some fucked up reason, and I will never quite understand why that is. But, you know, the, we'll uh, see. the we'll 20— see. Yeah. I, American voters are very impressed with what Biden has accomplished so yes, far. Yes, they are. And uh, uh, as long as he can keep that up, and that'll be tricky. The first 100 days, which you'd think would be the most challenging, have, have turned out to be pretty easy for Biden. At least mm-hmm. he's made it look easy. Yeah. Uh, there's still, you know, uh, three and a half, uh, three and three quarters years left on this administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so it would be wonderful if he can keep up the keep up the momentum. And and I see signs that that will, in fact, happen. Yeah. I also know that uh, despite what we're going to be talking about, the, the Democratic uh, voter motivation is very high right yep. now, mm-hmm. uh, very strong and very angry about the voter suppression efforts. And so we have a very motivated base and we have a we have uh, we've captured the independence with Biden's accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we have uh, Biden has 92 percent support from uh, Democrats, 66 uh, percent support or thereabouts from from uh, independents and uh, a surprisingly high uh, percentage among uh, even Republicans who yeah. uh, don't view him well at all. So uh, as long as he can keep up this momentum, I'm not so pessimistic that 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 we can be held back. And I saw some numbers on Twitter buzz and and. Correct me if I'm wrong about the specifics on these because I don't have them in front of me, but I think uh, Joe Biden's approval on COVID is something like 64% compared to Donald Trump's approval right. on COVID from January, which was 34. It was 34 <laughs> or 38. I don't have the uh, exact yeah, numbers in front of me. can't imagine why more people didn't uh, support his policy. <laughs> I know, but it was that kind of broad Bleach. disparity between the two. Exactly. Uh, and uh, just going back, you were mentioning poll numbers a second ago. 58% of Americans approve of Joe Biden's uh, job as president, while 42% disapprove. A majority of Americans describe Biden as presidential, focused, and competent. That's what I fucking like to hear. Oh, yeah. Competent is it's, the- 
it's it's the competence, what, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. After what we've been through, you bet. That's what's happening. Fifty nine percent of eighteen to twenty nine year olds, young people. Fifty nine percent of young people approve of Biden's job performance. That's not just Democrats. That's across the board. Sixty five percent approve of his handling of the uh, of COVID, and fifty seven percent approve of his handling of race relations. That's also uh, very strong. Sixty percent of Americans say the U.S. should do more to hold police accountable, meanwhile, for mistreatment of black people, while 33% say the country is doing too much to interfere in how police officers do their job. Well, as you uh, often observe, Buzz, you know, you can find 33%, 25%, somewhere in that range, support for just about anything, right? Right. And and were it not for the stubborn and ill-informed opposition of Republicans, uh, that number would be even higher. Again, his support among Democrats is like 92%. Yeah. He's got, he's got the kind of popularity with Democrats that Trump had with Republicans, but he also has the vast majority of independents mm-hmm. and a few Republicans. That's right. We got some, we've got some momentum here. This is, uh, this is really delightful. And mm-hmm. I am eager to talk about the other things that oh, are associated yeah. with this topic. Yeah. Definitely. And you know what? I want to talk about Tucker Carlson and mask wearing here in just a second. He, uh, Everyone's talking about Tucker's rant from last night. And right. uh, this is uh, one of the more obscene things that he has ever said because we're talking about real world ramifications to this. This isn't just Tucker spewing off about whatever counterfactual nonsense. This He's is Tucker t- giving, giving the audience marching orders. Yes, exactly right. He's giving his audience instructions of what to do out in public, and it involves children and it is utterly fucking reckless of him to be doing that right tucker (laughs) he thinks it's hilarious um plus i want to talk about joe biden and this uh nonsense about restrictions on beef we're going to entirely debunk that because it is complete horseshit but of course this has been a thing for the last 24, 48 hours. The Republicans have uh, been losing their spadoinkle over this nonsense, this made-up fake news story that Joe Biden wants to limit your hamburgers. Fun, fun, fun. All kinds of fun from the usual suspects here. Okay, back with more show right after these words. Well, there's a lot of pride that comes with having your own home. It's the place where so many memories are made, right? It's the biggest investment you'll likely ever make, and it's a lot of work. That's where Angie comes in. Angie is on a mission to help you love your home by taking on all the projects that come with it. It's your personal home expert. When you download the Angie app, help is at your fingertips when you need it the most. Find a local professional to fix an emergency leak. If you're planning on a renovation, Angie matches you with the right contractor for the job. You can even schedule seasonal maintenance so it's all on autopilot. Plus, you can see clear upfront pricing on hundreds of projects so you know what you'll pay ahead of time. You can even pay your pro securely right through the app. Angie is your ally. It's all about trust. Handling your home has never been this straightforward. But now it is with Angie, your home for everything home. Download the Angie app today. That's Angie. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The Bob Seska Show.
a blessing Don't you think I know Sooner or later River bang gonna overflow The river gives The river takes away great Bob Malone. This is The River Gives. Brand new single drops on uh, Friday, uh, April 30th, coming up just around the corner, a couple days from now. And this, by the way, this version, live on the Bob Seska Show. That's what we're hearing right now. This is uh, Bob Malone playing live on my show from last week. Just uh, one of those special, special moments that I'm so so grateful. All of the indie musicians who have appeared on the show, and there are going to be many more to come, it is one of my favorite things ever about doing this show is to have these guys performing live. And I remember, uh, Buzz, as you know, David Letterman always talking about one of his favorite things of doing yes. the uh, the Late Show uh, and Late Night was having all the live music, right? Yeah, of his favorite bands. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he, uh, he was he, the Foo Fighters he was particularly mm-hmm. fond of. And before that, Warren Zevon. I know a lot of times after the show, he and Warren, if Warren Zevon appeared on the show, he and Dave would uh, rent a car uh, and and go driving up the the throughway at uh, insanely high speeds. Oh man, man! You know what? It's amazing. Either of them survived that. Right? I know, I know. Yeah, just yeah. Think about uh, it. I I really I really like the Bob Alone song. There, it was started out. It, it made me think of Elton John's piano playing. But as it mm. evolved, it, uh, I got a real Randy Newman sort of, and this is also a compliment. Yeah, a real Rand, Randy Newman feel uh, from that song. I, I enjoyed that very much. Well, I could totally see Bob Malone doing a, a collaboration with uh, Michael McDermott, for example. And the good oh, news yeah. is they both are represented by the same PR agent, uh, Mike Farley. With, so you, maybe you, uh, with the show that you're doing, you may cause that to happen. Yeah, I know. Fingers crossed. Wouldn't that be cool? I think that'd be that great. Would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe put together our own like Bob Seska show super group. Uh, I'm getting way ahead of myself. BobMalone.com is the website to support Bob and uh, all of his amazing work. Again, the new single drops on uh, on Friday. And the new album is uh, just around the corner called uh, Good People. Okay, uh, getting back into things here. Uh, Speaking of horrible, horrible, horrible people, Tucker Carlson has now called for the targeted harassment of anyone wearing a mask outdoors. Mm -hmm. This is uh, not surprising. And at the same time, utterly fucking reckless. We're still in this. There's still the very real possibility of variants kicking our asses. We're yep. seeing what's happening in other countries. Where that's the- what's gonna. It's the variants, by the way, that are going to get the Republicans who are refusing to get vaccinated. Yep. that's what's going to get them. And the variants are nastier than the original disease. Exactly. And what makes that even worse is we're not entirely sure yet whether the vaccines that all of the responsible grown-up people are getting right. will actually protect us from the variants too and so that's again they're endangering not just themselves but they're endangering everybody they're endangering their own country i mean i can't even imagine can you imagine buzz can you imagine if world war ii 
broke out today as opposed to 1941. Can you imagine the partisan gibberish that we would hear coming right. from people like Tucker Carlson and so on that would prevent us from uniting the way we did during World War II in order to defeat not only Nazi Germany but Imperial Japan at the same fucking time? I guess patriotism was fine while it lasted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But even, even just a, a sense of... Uh, you know, being a good person, a sense of uh, responsibility right. to the people around you, mm -hmm. you'd think would kick in, even if patriotism didn't. And yeah. uh, that, that's not happening either. Uh, yeah, the, the variants are, are the reason to be careful. I, I, also, I also think it's worth noting that Tucker made this tirade uh, the night before the CDC made this announcement, which just came in while we're doing the show. It's been expected all day. Fully vaccinated people can unmask outdoors for small gatherings with a mix of vaccinated and unvaccinated people. Interesting. Um, but they stopped short of saying masks can be shed altogether, hmm. which means uh, the unvaccinated are still expected to wear them. And, you know, so many of them aren't. Yeah. Well, Tucker kind of addresses this a little bit in his rant. I mean, obviously not the information you just delivered, but he was talking about Dr. Fauci in there, too. This is uh, Tucker right. Carlson on his show last night, and we're going to kind of break this down as we go through it, uh, telling his disciples, his viewers, which number in the hundreds of thousands at the very mm -hmm. least, that mm -hmm. they should go out and if they see anyone walking around with a mask outdoors, including children, that they should go up and uh, and harass them. Not even Tony Fauci still pretends that masks are medically necessary. Okay, we're going to stop right there. We're going to de debunk that one right away. Yes, right. Fauci said that outdoor masking is likely to change soon, but not that we shouldn't do it now. Fauci is still telling everyone to wear masks. He's not saying don't wear masks outdoors anymore. He never once said that. So that's obviously giant chunk of disinformation right at the start of Tucker's Yeah, rant. Fauci did not tell unvaccinated people to go maskless. That's right. Instead, masks are purely a sign of political obedience, like Kim Il-sung pins in Pyongyang. Ah, see what he did there? It's uh -huh. just like the communists, right? Doing the right, right thing to keep your community safe, to keep your friends and family uh, healthy. Only <laughs> communists care about their neighbors. <laughs> That's right. More red scare nonsense. Pinko bullshit. Like all these commie pinkos, they're the ones wearing the pins. They're the ones wearing the masks. You don't want to be a commie pinko. The only people who wear masks voluntarily outside are zealots and neurotics. How neurotic are they? Well, we know. A Pew survey from last March found that 64% of white Americans who classify themselves as liberal or very liberal have been diagnosed with an actual mental health condition. The way he's citing that Pew poll is obviously deceptive, doy. Uh, number one, it's the Pew poll, first of all. It's a, a left-leaning polling outfit that the Red Hats right often reject or, as fake, right? Yeah, I always thought of it as right-leaning. It always had higher numbers for Trump than, than other polls did. Oh, interesting. I thought both PPP yeah. and Pew were both uh, left-leaning. They've succeeded in confusing us, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but you know again white liberals I don't even believe any of this. Number two, this poll was not people reporting to their doctors mental health problems or symptoms. No. This was oh, yeah, that, doctors yeah. asking. This was doctors asking their patients whether they have any mental illness issues. And by the very nature of white people being, you know, more or less more affluent in this country than uh, than people of color, 
white people are going to have more access to health care, which means they're going to have that conversation with their doctor more often. But this is not white people going to their doctors and saying, eh, I'm feeling really depressed these days, doc. What can you do for me? This is the doctor saying, are you okay? Here's an example. I go to my HMO. Every year, my HMO doctor says, you know, how are you feeling? How are you doing uh, mentally? Are you okay emotionally? And it's, right. uh, they, yes. They're required to do that part of the examination. They're required to ask you about mental health issues. And then right. that goes on your uh, medical record. Uh, number three, non-white liberals have around the same level of reported questions about mental health as conservatives. Again, we're talking about now non-white liberals. So if you look at the poll, there's white liberals and non-white liberals. Non-white liberals have the same level of reported mental health issues as you know, white and non-white conservatives. So therefore, it can't be the liberalism part of it. It has to be the white part of it. That's the thing that's driving people to have these conversations with their doctors. It has nothing to do with liberalism. But, of course, Tucker and the Red Hats want everyone to believe that uh, liberalism is a mental health issue. That's the whole point of mentioning this. Um, Meanwhile, the poll was taken four years into the Trump administration, just ahead of a pandemic, right as it was starting. It was March 2020. There was a lot of stress among everyone, yes. Yeah, is it any wonder people were reporting uh, mental health problems at that point in time, uh, especially liberals? You know, obviously, a predictable thing. It's Simply put, it's just a lie. And while we were talking there, I I looked it up, and Pew is considered dead center. Dead center, explains, Which I guess explains why it's uh, hated by both the left and the right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And therefore, uh, probably the more reliable one. I I have always known it as uh, right-leaning. And, yeah. and thought of it that way because of its uh, higher ratings for Trump. Yeah. Uh, but uh, apparently that's not true. And and, and if indeed uh, those on the right have been criticizing the Pew poll, then uh, they have also been wrong. Yeah. Uh, because apparently by independent review, uh, it's considered right down the middle. Yeah. Maybe I was getting confused with the PPP poll, which I know for a maybe. fact is uh, a little more left leaning. Although, you know, again, if you look at the cross tabs, it's not as left leaning because what it, what they do is they look at the percentage of liberals or people who identify as liberal in the act- in the general population, and then they base their sample sizes on that. And right. so it's not liberal. Yeah. It's just you know, and once again, facts have a very liberal bias. That's <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the best statement of all. And I, yeah. I didn't mean to get us off track there. The whole whole thing is a lie everything yeah. he's saying here is lie after lie after lie and uh, you know that he has that platform to get it out there I, mm-hmm. I hope we get to talk at some point on this show or, or some other about uh, fox news and how to crush it definitely well that can be incorporated in this conversation too but here's here's more uh, tucker from yes. last night and you see them everywhere when you walk down the street in any major city if you dare to go on foot from union station to the capitol for example in washington without wearing a mask Angry Biden voters will snort at you in judgment. How could you? They're saying. Yeah, because they don't want to get COVID. I mean, Jesus, it doesn't take a brain surgeon, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand why people would sneer at someone who's walking in public in a crowded sidewalk without a fucking mask. It doesn't. And Tucker has even said or will say that uh, the science is that you, you don't have to wear one. 
And uh, that's that's not true. We just no. heard what the science is. Plus, you know, there's the other aspect of all of this that Tucker certainly doesn't want to mention on his show, which is that there's also, and I, I'm not sure what the percentage of the possibility is, what the ratio is, but even if you're vaccinated, or say you're between vaccines and you end up getting COVID and you're asymptomatic, you know what? There's still the possibility that science is still out as to whether or not that's going to cause some form of long-term damage. We don't know enough about the virus yet to be able right. to make that call. So you remain on the safe side of the ledger, Tucker. How could you? That's the question we should be asking of them in return. How dare you? Go. How he gets all snooty. <laughs> how, how could you? Oh my God, how? <laughs> Thank you, Tucker. The rest of us should be snorting at them first. They're the aggressors. It's our job to brush them back and restore the society we were born in. Restore the society we were born in. You know, the one with nickel phone calls and women didn't vote. That one. You remember that society? That was great. What's that? What's that sound I'm hearing in my headphones? But wait, is that a dog whistle? Is uh, I think yes, (laughs) yes, definitely a dog whistle. The next time you see someone in a mask on the sidewalk or on the bike path, do not hesitate. Ask politely but firmly, would you please take off your mask? Science shows there is no reason. By the way, this always ends up really, really well for the participants, doesn't it? All the videos (laughs) that we've seen. Yes, always the most sane people who are. Get get ready because the videos are coming. Yeah, get ready, Karens. (laughs) Get your uh, bitch faces on. Oh, and make, make sure to give them COVID at the same time and hope they don't die. Oh, my God. Just the, the for, irresponsibility, for, the recklessness. For such, oh, it, it, despicable. It's, yeah. it's beyond irresponsible. It's despicable. And, yeah. and the fact that he has that megaphone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we have to fight back. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm coming around. I don't, I don't want to keep fighting, but I, I realize now we have to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you can't. You, you've won me over. You can't ignore them. Uh, they, they they must be fought. They must be defeated. We must be louder. We must be firmer. Yeah. Uh, we 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 just have to go bigger. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's one thing to say, uh, you know, the science isn't out, and well, you don't have to wear a mask if you don't want to. It's wrong and reckless to do that, but it's right. not nearly as bad as saying, okay, get your war faces on, people. We're going to go out. We're going to start pestering people on the right. sidewalk and at the mall and wherever. We're just going to be, yeah, we're just going to be little busybodies. We're going to run around scolding people who are doing the right fucking thing. It'd be like during World War II, going back to my World War II metaphor. It'd be like during World War II going up and scolding people doing rubber drives and scrap metal drives. Like, what are you doing? That's so offensive. We don't need more metal or rubber for the war effort. Okay, more here. Here we go. For you to be wearing it. Your mask is making me uncomfortable. (laughs) We should do that, and we should keep doing it until wearing a mask outside is roughly as socially accepted as lighting a marble in an elevator. It's repulsive. Don't do it around other people. That's the message we should send because it's true. No, it's not. As for forcing children to wear masks outside, that should be illegal. Your (laughs) response when you see children wearing masks as they play should be no different from your response to seeing someone beat a kid in Walmart. Wrong. Oh, God. Tucker, what about our... What about our freedom to wear masks if we want to? Is this a free country or not? Because if it is, I'm going to wear my mask. (laughs) That's right. Tucker is canceling mask wearers. He's against freedom. He's against the freedom of wearing a mask. He must be stopped. Oh, holy shit. Call the police immediately. Contact Child Protective Services. Keep calling until someone arrives. Yeah. What you're looking at is abuse. Yeah, you know what's going to happen? Someone's going to lose their kids because of Tucker fucking Carlson. That's what's no, but happen. there will be a, no, but there will be a video. Yeah. I mean, uh, nobody's going to jail. Nobody's going to lose their kids for having them wear masks. Well, yeah, but you are going to see video, and you're going to see people 
uh, you're going to see the harassers getting arrested. You'll see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, have we seen, you have to refresh my memory, have we seen videos where authorities are, you know, kind of unfairly going after people who probably don't deserve it? Is there some sort of downside to that, Buzz? I can't quite mm-hmm. recall. Oh, yeah. Social impact, there, yeah. Yeah, lots of people of color getting shot by the authorities, right? Okay. So this is uh, utterly fucking horrible. I'm going to stop there. We don't need to hear any more of this. But ultimately, this is the same as bashing people who wear seatbelts while stopped at a traffic signal. In addition to mocking him, uh, and I, I do, I'm all for that now more than ever. I think, but in yeah. addition to that, we need to stop him. We need, we need, we need to mock him. We need to be louder than him, mm-hmm. and we need to stop him. And yeah. I, if I can take us off for uh, on a little bit of a tangent here, sure, sure. I've been, I've always been interested in television, uh, you know, the medium and and. Uh, the business and uh, the, the sort of the technical aspects of it. And uh, now that I'm retired, I've had some time to, to get back into that and, and begin to catch up a little bit. And I've, I've learned an awful lot about, about how things operate. And one of the things I've learned, and, and, and now I'm seeing this on social media now as well, uh, Fox News could lose every, you could boycott, and Fox News could lose every single advertiser they have, and they would still make a profit. They would still make a multi-million dollar profit. Mm. How is this possible? Yeah. Cable fees. <clears throat> if you have a cable subscription and your cable company carries Fox News, you are paying Fox News money every single month. A satellite subscription. If you have YouTube TV, if you've cut the cord and you've gone with the YouTube TV or a couple of the other services, you're getting Fox and you're paying for it. And you don't have any choice in the matter. Yep. Uh, there is a movement now to try to pressure these companies to drop Fox or make it an optional channel, uh, but uh, or to just uh, abandon these companies completely. Because as long as we continue to subscribe to cable and satellite and uh, even streaming services, certain ones, not all of them, uh, you're subsidizing Fox News. Hmm. One, I think maybe one of the, in addition to boycotts, more and more people need to be looking at at least cutting the cord that connects you to Fox News. Yeah, yeah. And it also will probably save you some money in the long run. Yes. Just cutting the cord. Because, I, yeah, I mean, you end up paying for a bunch of different streaming channels, but it's going to be a lot less than what your monthly cable bill is. I mean, you know, in fact, the right. the biggest bill I pay every month, other than my rent, is the cable bill. That's the largest amount of right. money I put out, and I probably should cut that cord at some point soon. I I just tend to uh, fear change. <laughs> so I, that's I, probably I, I, why I'm not oh, doing do it. Not- do not fear your second shot and do not fear change. I will okay. help you. I will help you through both. Okay, good. All right. Well, that's a good deal. All right. I'll take that deal. Um, but yeah, this is uh, something that we all need to work toward, and I, I hope it can eventually happen. I mean, democracy is incompatible with the Fox News channel. It just, Absolutely. You can't have the two at the and, same time. And, and we can do several things at once in addition to shutting them down and OAN and all the others. Uh, we need to be louder. Yeah. We... we, yeah. we 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 always get shouted down by Republicans, mm-hmm. and uh, their message gets through to American voters, and ours does not. Yeah, and uh, surely, with all the talented people we have in the Democratic Party, uh, surely somebody can figure out how to reach America better. Because if uh, Democrats have a a weak 
a weakness compared to Republicans, it would be that ability to communicate simple ideas to the masses. And, you know, it's not just the content on Fox News Channel. It's the motivation behind the content. Mm -hmm. They are feeding, they are deliberately feeding their audience what their audience wants to hear, as ignorant as it is. I mean, and that is, that is the cynical drive behind all of Fox News Channel. They don't care whether it's factual or not. They don't care whether it's propaganda or right. disinformation. All right. they care about are those ratings points. And Tucker Carlson, for the first time in his entire career, has a successful television show. And he's not going to do anything to jeopardize that. So he's willing to say whatever comes up on that teleprompter, just like Ron Burgundy in Anchorman. He'll say whatever is on the prompter as long as it's for ratings points, as long as it's for profit. And that's what Tucker Carlson is driven by. And that makes yeah. it even worse. He is endangering his audience. In fact, by proxy, he's endangering all of us by delivering this kind of horse shit into the atmosphere every Absolutely. goddamn night. But, but we, and we, we must continue to criticize him, but we can't just criticize him. Right. We've, got to, we've got to be proactive. We, this, this crap has got to stop. Well, we're going to take a short break and come back. We're talking about one of the things that uh, is driving some disinformation on Fox News Channel and elsewhere here, and that is this ridiculous, made-up, fake news nonsense that Joe Biden is coming for your hamburgers. That is not actually happening. We're going to talk about that right after these words. Well, you've probably heard you should be eating more seafood. Ha, I'm way ahead of the curve. Yay! But maybe... The seafood counter is too intimidating, or you aren't quite sure how to prepare it. That's why you need Wild Alaskan Company. The founder comes from a long line of Alaskan commercial fishermen, so they're experts in getting the highest quality, sustainably sourced seafood right to your plate. They believe that what you eat matters. As a member of the Wild Alaskan Company, you'll receive a variety of delicious, perfectly portioned, wild-caught seafood delivered right to your door. With access to their team of fishmongers for any questions, recipes, or cooking tips, they're so confident confident in the taste and quality of Alaska's seafood. They offer a 100% money-back guarantee. Change or pause your delivery date anytime. So easy. Right now, get $15 off your first box of wild-caught seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com slash Stephanie. That's wildalaskancompany.com slash Stephanie. 15 bucks off your first box. Wow. wildalaskancompany.com slash Stephanie. Bob Seska. It's after the fight. It's a song called You Might Be Wrong from At the End of It All. We're doing a rewind month here on the show, playing all the songs from uh, a year ago. Yeah. I love this. Afterthefight.bandcamp.com. Yeah, they're one of the greats. It's uh, it's like a cooler version of Green Day. <laughs> yeah, agreed, agreed. You, yeah. you didn't tell me there was going to be rock. <laughs> yeah, I sneak some in every once in a while. 
Uh, but yeah, um, like com slash music if you want to submit your work to the show. All new music coming up here in uh, May. In fact, we might have some new songs here toward the end of the week because we are fresh out of all of our April 2020 songs and we've still got a couple of shows left to do. So uh, uh, I have no idea what's going to happen on Thursday's show. So, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, that's exciting yeah. in itself, isn't it? Big surprise. Yeah, no one knows, at least of all me, what's going to happen with the music on the show on Thursday. Uh, maybe it'll just be me, me humming a few bars from my favorite songs. I don't know. Well, with partial nudity. Yeah, there you go. Always nipples showing. Shirt off, pants off. Uh, okay, Joe Biden is not calling for restrictions on your hamburgers and your meat and your beef, Don Jr. Don't worry about it. You can keep eating four pounds of beef in a sitting, uh, much to the chagrin of his colon. Half of that's going to be in there for the rest of his life. Um, so the claim, which you've probably heard from uh, Junior uh, Greg Abbott's been bitching about it, also uh, the Fox News channel, of course. Oh, um, yes. The, the claim is that Biden's climate plan will prohibit Americans from eating hamburgers in an effort to limit greenhouse gas emissions associated with industrial agriculture. So, uh, for example, on Fox News this Friday, former Trump economic advisor Larry Kudlow, who uh, was, I think, just a little tipsy. I mean, that's not a big, heavy prediction, but standard standard operating procedure for him. Yeah, usually Larry's a little tipsy. That's a that's a fact, especially when he's talking about uh, Greenland. Greenland is a strategic place. Um, But yeah, so Larry Kudlow warned of a 4th of July where you can throw back, this is a quote, you can throw back a plant-based beer with your grilled Brussels sprouts. Uh, Of course, uh, everyone's talking about Larry Kudlow because all beer is plant-based beer. (laughs) There are no meat-based beers. Yes. (laughs) As sad as that may be to you, Larry Kudlow, there is no such thing as... And Anheuser-Busch just got an idea, but... uh, (laughs) That's right. This beer tastes like Clydesdale. (laughs) Charlie Pierce on the Stephanie Miller Show this morning was saying, oh, you know, it'd be great to have bacon beer. Just like asking for, I I know that's what that's what I was thinking of when I said Anheuser Busch just got an idea. I, yeah, I can imagine that that actually that actually might be good. <laughs> it sounds disgusting as hell to me because what oh, really? Charlie Pierce was suggesting was actual bits of bacon floating in your beer. <laughs> well, no, it's no. bacon flavored. Yeah, no, bacon, you- <laughs> a little a little smoky hint in your beer. I'd be all right. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, Marjorie Taylor Greene dubbed Joe Biden the Hamburglar. Uh-huh, I know. And and stay out of my kitchen. Is this something else they're shouting? I tell you what, we'll stay out of your kitchens if you'll stay out of our vaginas. That's exactly that right. A, yeah. a fair trade. Perfect. Of course, Joe Biden's climate change plan, climate crisis plan, does not limit meat eating in any way. A Washington Post fact check traced the burger banning uh, mm. myth back to a misleading article in the Daily Mail. Daily hey, Mail. there's a shocker. That's a UK tabloid known for sensationalist coverage of right-wing politics. Biden's actual climate policies so far have focused on reducing emissions from cars and power plants with no effort to block meat production or consumption. Here's the weirdest thing about this. Meat consumption should be part of Joe Biden's climate crisis plan. Because, uh, at least according to a, a paper, a recent paper in Science Magazine, a leading academic journal, they found that food-related emissions alone put the Paris Climate Agreement's warming target of 1.5 degrees Celsius out of reach. The most effective way to address these emissions, according to the paper's authors, is a global shift away from meat consumption. 
but that's going to be next to impossible when you've got screaming, radical, sensationalistic, disinformation scam artists on Fox News Channel and AM Talk Radio and all over the Internet. Even I'm not inclined to, to give up meat. I am inclined, however, to cut back on it. Um, yeah. I, 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 I just think we're, I think we're carnivores, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, you know, I, it's just my feeling uh, so from the very beginning. Uh, that, yeah. That's how man has eaten, a combination of, of uh, meat and plants. Yeah. I, 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 we, we would all be better off eating less meat for our own health and yeah. for the health of the planet. And cutting back is a very good idea. Nobody's going to mandate that. No. Uh, that has to be done through... Ding, 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 education mm-hmm. uh, again. Yeah. Uh, and and we, we could have accomplished that already. We need to start now. Yeah, exactly. Well, there are other avenues we can take that will be less problematic for the people that want to stuff their faces with a giant steak and a bunch of hamburgers every day, Donald Trump. This is the Dr. Seuss of the week. They don't want to talk about infrastructure. They don't want to talk about racial injustice. Right. They don't want to talk about any of the issues facing us right now. Uh, no, they want to talk about Dr. Seuss and they want to talk about uh, the Hamburglar. <laughs> uh, this should tell you something right there. I mean, I wish it, it spoke to more voters, yeah. uh, this kind this kind of nonsense. And by the way, the Daily Mail is a Rupert Murdoch publication, so we shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but that's what a the source. That's the source of this disinformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you see how that disinformation can become very real and why we need to be more proactive yeah. to uh, stop it and to uh, be louder. Yeah, and you know, I really wish I had uh, more confidence in our ability to actually get beyond this crisis. They're, they don't even want to wear masks. They don't want to get no. vaccinated. How R- the rural, fuck? Yeah. Rural areas are sending the vaccine back to the manufacturer uh, yep. because they, they nobody in their area wants it. And, and a lot of people have been planning their vaccination by going to the red areas of their state where fewer people are getting vaccinated so therefore right. there is a supply and people can do it but the, so, right in. so so yeah a considerable portion of our population is refusing to make the hard choices of wearing a mask and getting a shot are we going to be able to do the things that we need to do to prevent the climate crisis i wish i was more positive <laughs> in my predictions uh, for that outcome, but I think we can, I think we can do a lot. Again, uh, climate, like uh, your own personal health, uh, needs education. Mm-hmm. Uh, re- re- calls for education, begs for it. Yeah. Uh, so education, once again, uh, something we need to focus on. And I'm very pleased to see. I was thrilled to see that Biden is designating a lot of money, uh, t- tens of billions of dollars. I think it was something like seventy. Million, I, I don't seventy billion. I don't remember. Yeah. It was a huge amount of money uh, that he was dedicating to education, and uh, my heart <laughs> soared because we need that now more than more than ever. Uh, and and I hope that makes a difference. I, and also the number of things that he's accomplishing already in terms of the climate. Uh, it's very encouraging, and with Americans so happy with Biden's work and his progress so far, uh, there's again momentum to keep uh, moving forward. And I think we can. I think we can make a difference. Uh, no, we won't make all the sacrifices we need to make, just as we didn't during the pandemic. But I think there are things that can be done with good government. Mm-hmm. Now that we have that for a change, uh, I'm I'm much more optimistic that uh, we we can. Uh, 
you know, make significant progress against climate change. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's the only way it's going to happen is good government. Where people are just going to have to be forced to make changes in their lifestyle. And that's ultimately well, are, not just forced, but incentivized. Uh, you know, the, the jobs that are created by uh, solar energy that, that Biden is focusing on and, mm-hmm. and alternative forms of energy. Uh, there are very many positive things that can be done. Uh, without having to, for, without government having to force anybody to do anything, yeah. uh, other than the mandates. I loved uh, the latest news yesterday. Uh, the uh, Biden EPA uh, said uh, to automakers, eh, "Whatever California says." No, <laughs> uh, they, awesome. They said, "They said our new national thing is going to be whatever the California standards are," which means mm-hmm. California is once again rightly. Uh, in control of uh, the cars that everyone drives in the United States. Yeah. Uh, California has been very progressive on the environment, uh, continues to be so. And uh, being the sixth largest economy in the world, uh, they have every right to uh, have that kind of authority. Okay, well, we're running a little bit late, and I have to... Uh... I have to wrap up here because I'm going to be on the uh, Stuttering John podcast at 3.15 uh-huh. this afternoon. By the time you hear the show, it'll already be over, and you'll have to watch it and listen to it on demand. But uh, that's what I'm doing. At 3.15 this afternoon, I'll be on the uh, Stuttering right. John podcast. So we always have a good time uh, talking on the show. In fact, we do a lot of talking on the show. <laughs> Last time I was on, it was a couple of hours. I was supposed to only be on for 20 wow. minutes, and it ended up being like two hours because we can't shut wow. the fuck up. So. Meanwhile, uh, Meanwhile, I get the bum's rush. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the show is a little bit longer than usual. But anyway, I, I got to tell you, something to look forward to. Here's the uh, upside of all of this. Tomorrow yes. is my uh, exclusive interview with Senator Maisie Hirono. Uh, yeah. I talked with her yesterday. I, I pre-taped the show. That'll be going out cool. tomorrow. Uh, it's amazing. It's a, a fun conversation. It's very, very brief. It's only about 20 minutes long. But uh-huh. uh, we covered a lot of ground, talked about her brand new book, Heart of Fire, which is an amazing uh, work about... You know, an immigrant coming to the United States and rising to the level. I mean, it's very similar to the uh, Barack Obama story, other than the immigrant part. But yeah. coming from nothing and rising to the top of everything. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing uh, story that uh, she tells in her book. Plus, uh, we briefly spoke Native Hawaiian to each other. Uh, by the oh, end. wow. So, yeah. yeah. So very there was a cool. little bit of something to look forward to in it. And uh, she, is, uh, she is such an impressive woman on so many different levels. And so I urge you to listen yes. to tomorrow's interview show with uh, the great Senator Maisie Hirono from uh, my former home state of Hawaii. So cool. that was, uh, lots, lots of little uh, sharing notes from living in Hawaii. That was uh, one of the fun I'll parts bet. of the conversation. Uh, again, all that's coming up everywhere you get your podcast, where you get this podcast and, and so on, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and uh, Spotify and all the rest. So make sure to look for it. Okay. Meanwhile, Buzz Burbank can be found on Twitter and on Facebook. Just search for Buzz Burbank. It'll get you right there. And uh, and, and make sure to follow him on, uh, on the social media. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, of course, Patreon, our Patreon page, bobsuskashow.com. Uh, you can listen to the Postmortem Show 2 that's coming up next. We're going to talk about what I teased at the very top of the show, which is uh, these people who are <laughs> still trying to sell bleach as a COVID wow. cure. And the Department of Justice isn't having any of it. So we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more. Maybe a little bit of, little bit about the census results, too. I know that's uh, thrilling, but, yeah, we got to debunk a couple of things as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah, California recall. A conga line of political weirdos and tourists. We're going to talk about that, too. Coming up next on the Postmortem Show on our Patreon page. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye.